Do you actually have the music on in your ear? I'm excited, bro. Are you going to do the, the show? We're doing the show, right? <laughs> but, you, but it's not an IFB. We can't. You got to be able to hear us to do a show. I know. What you listening to? I know. What I'm just you, excited. But what are you listening to? I'm listening to Usher. But he's just, he's going to be at the halftime show. You actually don't wow, have to listen to the music now. Y'all can punish me now. I'll wait. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, can pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Biggest to me, can pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. Well, guys, that's a pivot. Welcome to the pivot. Freddie T is is getting in the mood for Usher. Bro, did y'all know they don't get paid for that? Halftime show? Yeah. Not All... directly. They don't get paid directly, but have you seen the artist's album sales increase post or during the halftime show? Yeah. That's, that's, it's free marketing. It's all that good stuff. So indirectly, directly, however you want to call it. So yeah. Give me a check to show do y'all do, do y'all think Usher is going to do a very good halftime show? I think he's going to kill it. Think he's going to kill it? I, I, I think he's going to kill it. I saw his show in uh, Vegas, and uh, obviously we've all heard about his residency. They mm -hmm. keep calling him back. I mean, he's amazing. You know, I, I know at one point they tried to burn Usher. Segway, right? This is called a segway. <laughs> it's not necessarily a segway. It's segue. not a segway. What do you call it? A segway is when you go to something else. I'm not sure okay. what you call it, but I like right. the, the plug. The plug. I think it's going to be a really dope show. You know, a year ago we had Rihanna. You know, she came back pregnant and all. And did her thing, but I think Usher is uh, gonna be breath of fresh air, and uh, can't wait for it. Does he have enough upbeat songs? You can't play "Let It Burn" like these. Yeah, but you got you got yeah. You can you can also give him um, if she dance on the pole. It don't mm -hmm. make you a hoe. You see, I'm, that's that's my question. A lot of his songs <laughs> are love and a little more of my speed. You don't have to call. That mm -hmm. that bangs. That can go, but that that, that bangs. That will be my thing. The upbeat, the upbeat of it, and then even Rihanna, she got some slow song. But you got to you, you got to go in the Super Bowl. Them people there, they don't know Usher like that. Like the world is watching the Super Bowl. Everybody knows Usher like that. White people know Usher. Yes, of course. Really? Confessions is one of the greatest albums of all time. One of the greatest R and B albums of all time. There's no skips on it, and that's the type of music that I do believe resonates throughout different cultures. Like, people don't know all rappers. That's why I like Lil Baby's having trouble selling out arenas, and why Taylor Swift can go anywhere she wants to, right? And a guy like Drake, because Drake does music differently than most rappers. He could go to different places. But bro, I think Usher's been wanting to do this. It makes sense because it seems like the NFL tries to pick people almost based on where the Super Bowl is, how they can have some tie to whatever they're, they're doing. He has the residency in Las Vegas. My question though, Chan, is, is he close enough to the women in the crowd to both sing with them and get them in trouble with the father of their kids. <laughs> he getting a lot of girls in trouble. <laughs> he getting people in trouble. What's the girl's name? Kiki Palmer? Man, they ain't even together no more. Like, Wait, they're not together? Did they, I thought they broke up. They might have. Yeah. He but, was hot. He was hot. Oh, wait. 
Because didn't she, didn't she do something where Usher was in it too, though? Like after, like afterwards, I think she 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 did something petty. Yeah, because yeah. you might be right. But this is my. Th I think that situation with Usher, where he goes off in the crowd and 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 dances on women, it got to be relationship to relationship. I think that's isolated towards you and your woman, you and your man. Because I would say I can't be selfish. Asia and myself, we go to strip clubs together. She'll watch me get a dance. She'll go pick the girl out and all that stuff. And that's our relationship 15 years in. We, we do that. We, we've done it recently. So if we're at an Usher concert, can I be mad if now 15 years and only one man came to dance on her? Now, she can't go to the backstage. She we ain't none of that. <laughs> but if you're comfortable, and it's a double standard with men and women. We know it just in life. But if, you, if, if, you, if your wife knows you go to strip clubs, and she accepts it, or if she even goes with you, like me and my wife. Why could you be mad if a man rubs on her? So here's my question. When you guys go to strip clubs, does Asia also partake? Like, is, is Asia just going hunt them out for you and allow them to dance for you? Or will Asia slap a cheek, throw some money, <laughs> allow people? So are you going to let Usher give you a lap dance? Oh, you know, they touching me. I don't even much even like when we sit too close together on the couch. <laughs> but no. But, hey, but, but I like, like yeah. th that's the difference. Like, you go to the strip club with your wife, and she also enjoys the strip club culture. Yes. Right? So that's, that's a little bit different. And I'm not saying that means Usher shouldn't be able to dance on. Like, I don't care either way. But that's a little different when you are there now with Usher and he's doing his thing. My thing about it is it's like it's part of the show. Like, it's, it's, it's a show. It's not like he's attempting to take your woman. It's not like he's attempting to come on tour. It's part of the allure of, of being Usher. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. It is entertainment and part of the show. But in the case of Kiki, she dropped that ass back on him. I believe that's how it went. So, And I think that's what allowed the dude to get upset because he felt that he was disrespected. You know, he felt he was disrespecting their relationship. But it goes back to what we talked about in another Friday show where you talked about communication. Insecurities and communication, it comes back around to that. You have to know where you are in your relationship and how confident you are that your woman or your man will not allow that to lead them outside of the relationship. So the show is the show. The show is great. And I think he is going to do an amazing job in the halftime show, R.C., no, the women won't be close enough. But even in that, though, when the dude, because recently, which is why Usher, Usher is in the news again, like in, in the tabloids or whatever it is, he was singing to Gabrielle Union. Dwayne Wade's obviously six foot four. He's a former athlete. And he stopped singing. He was like, I ain't crazy. <laughs> right? So, and, and it was more jokingly, yeah. right? Because when you hear about... The, their relationship, they seem to have a relationship much like you in Asia where they won't be tripping on things like that. But Usher was like, nah, I respect you, bro. But if you remember, the guy with Kiki, I think the issue came for, for him is he didn't address what she did with Usher or what Usher was doing to her. He addressed her wardrobe, mm -hmm. right? He said, you know, you got kids at home. You shouldn't be out there in public like that. You're a mama. And as men... You can have the private, I feel like you can have the private discussion with your woman, but now when you, when you take it publicly, you're now being catty, right? You're now being petty. You're now being immature. I don't feel like 
women want that anyway. I do think everybody or most people enjoy a little bit of, of jealousy, right? A little bit of that's, you know, you mine, like, like you're my personal person, you're my person. Everybody likes that a little bit because they want to be cared for, but no one wants to be embarrassed. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and I don't I don't believe that that's Usher's intention in any way. And also, too, Kiki Palmer is a celebrity. Kiki Palmer is somebody who we know. And so I just think it does play on insecurities. It does play on communication as well, Freddie T. But I think it's also the double standard that Chan's speaking of in the sense that as men, a lot of times we feel like we have the right to tell women what they can and cannot do. And I don't think we do. I don't think we get to do that. We get to set the parameters of our relationship, but more than anything, we should always be men, which means don't try to publicly embarrass your woman. Have a conversation with her that's compassionate, that's caring, and say, look, that made me feel a certain way, even though I know that's not your intention. And then whatever happens from that conversation, now you go on and do whatever. It didn't have to get there. I'm sitting here, we go see Usher. I'm sitting here, Asia's sitting here. Usher walks out. Like he said, he stopped with Dwayne Wade. And the point of Dwayne Wade's a big old man, respected man. is It's just physically big. Looks at Wade, kind of laughs, whatever. If he comes up, walks on Asia, starts dancing, I'm not comfortable, don't make it a big deal. What's the point of just, just grabbing his chest? He's sitting there, start leaning down, rubbing his shoulders. <laughs> nah, bro, we good. Kind of smile. We good, we good. He's, that, that's simple as that. Like he's going to move on from that, He's going to move on if I pat on. that chest twice. No, yep. big man, you good. Go on out there. And don't make a big deal out of it. And with the, with the closing thing, it's so dumb to me that you, your girl can go to the beach in a bathing suit. And you know how I feel about nakedness. It's, all, it's, it's worldwide now. But you can go to a beach in a bathing suit, but then the teacher wears some sheer, has a mid-drift out and all. You get all upset. What does it matter? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that gets to me about these dudes. Well, you can't wear that. Don't wear that. You're embarrassed. You a mom. Having children makes you not be able to have your stomach out, your legs out. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Especially, hey, especially you snap back, right? If you, <laughs> I want you. Hey, I Listen, want them to know. I want, like I'm like a Kendrick Lamar. I want to see a little, little, little stretch mark <laughs> on the booty. I want to see a little something, a little, a little life that you've lived somewhere. <laughs> but it's, it's just so dumb that the men and the women they don't live the same lines. They don't have the same rules. And it's 2023. We're not back in 1945 where the women sit in with the dresses on Little House on the Prairie and have porridge ready when hey, I wait, get home. Like, like barefoot and pregnant. Like that, that's not get the thing. Get out of here. But the thing, but what happens is in our society, there are those, those double standards. And it even goes into athletics. The, the way that women are treated, the way that women are paid. You know, Freddie T even brought it up a little bit on the last show that we did last Friday. He was, you know, he talked about Shakari and just in some of the way she's been treated. Like, I don't remember, you know, and I'm, I went to LSU, you know, and when she burst onto, onto the scene as a freshman, you saw it with pride because it was much like Angel Reese. She was so authentically her, right? And she was country as hell. And, and you could tell that from a culture sense, Right. She 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 resonated with with young black women and I loved it, but it was almost as the more popular she got, the more they tore her down and uh, the celebratory parade that was thrown when she lost. I, I, like I couldn't understand it when when she ran badly, you know, after having the the marijuana uh, positive test and people saying certain things about her and then now to see her 
this offseason or this track season ascend back to being the fastest woman on the planet, the applause was nowhere as loud as the booze, <laughs> right? There, they, they, there weren't these people coming out and saying, you know what, this 20-year-old this woman, right, who had reached a certain fame, who had reached certain heights, who was being lauded and applauded by all of these people who look, who, who look like her, who come from the same places she comes to. When she fell, we were happy about that, right? We, we said what she couldn't be. We said how she mishandled things. But when she came back as not only a more mature athlete, but a more mature woman, you didn't get that same thing. You didn't get that, you didn't get that sense of pride that this chick grew up quickly. You didn't, get, you didn't start to hear people say, you know what, I was wrong. I apologize. I should have given her an opportunity to grow up. Everybody gets a, a shot to be a second, to have a second chance. And she said it though, the whole world was against me. Freddie T, why in your estimation is it that when we're tearing people down or when society or the public or the media is tearing an athlete down, it feels so loud, but yet when it's time to build them back up, they suddenly lose the megaphone. RC, I, I've been waiting to give her her flowers for a long time, right? Um, and I know we don't want to talk about Deanna. You know, it's been a lot of that in the media too. But this, it, it sort of reminds me of, of that. You talked about Floyd, you know, in the last three-man show we did. Uh, it seems that when people are confident, it comes across as arrogant. And people, others want to attack that. You know, she's just a, a very confident young lady. And a lot of people didn't like her approach. And then the marijuana thing happened. Mm -hmm. And then the struggles happened. And all I ever said was, young lady, I, I would like to see you refocus. You know, some, some time ago we were doing a, another show once upon a time. You know, we talked about it. Her responsibilities and priorities, I, I didn't think, at the time I didn't think they aligned with, you know, the success she was after. But uh, just to see how she's carrying herself, uh, the positivity that she displays, just the peace that she's moving with. Last, I think I mentioned on the show, she says, peace, love, and light. Yeah. You know, so you have to get all of these distractions out of your system. And I think she's done a great job with that. The young people that watch her and follow her, I think it's even more important for them to see how she's carrying herself so they can learn from it. But yeah, it's just the American society, man. We tend to like the, 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 the bad shit. Like, you know, for example, if I was a little bit louder, you know, a little bit more uh, brag and, and, and out there. And if I did some crazy touchdown dances or whatever, I'd have created a certain type of individual market for myself that would in turn potentially have helped me to be, which is strange, more marketable, mm -hmm. right, to, to these brands. And it could also uh, potentially have helped me become you know, or get more Pro Bowl votes and help with the Hall of Fame. Like, it's, it's weird, crazy, strange, but America likes the bad guy. Like, you can market the bad guy, you mm. know, and, and the good people, you, you tend I mean, to I, But, but America, America likes the bad guy as long as the bad guy is good. And as what long I mean as the by bad that guy is, is good. That's you, can, you can be the bad guy as long as you're profitable, as long as you're a winner, as long as you are continuing to show you're good at what you do. Because you can't be the bad guy and lose. And be because bad, yeah, right. because people are waiting. Like 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 that's what they wait on. Mm -hmm. That's what they show up for. They show up to watch you fall. Like people, people are generally miserable.
Yeah. Like, like, like they just, they just really are. And I, I like what you said, because you said America. I think America, the media, the different push in America, but I think it's human nature. How easy is it to get mad? And how hard is it to get happy? To make somebody happy. Think about how fast you can make your, 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 your significant other mad with one word, two words. You looking at me funny. You acting funny. Right. You have to go overboard to make somebody happy. People, it, anger is an easy emotion. Hate's an easy emotion. Why don't I like him? Color of his skin. Why don't I like him the way he act? Shoes he got on. Just, just hate. I think hate is easier than love. And that's why I think why when she failed, people were so happy. And now she's coming back. It's hard to be happy for somebody else that's happy because they are now elevated to a different level. I think it's more human nature than just America or whatever it is. I think humans take longer to be happy than to get upset. The other thing is, too, it's, it's personal, right? Like happiness and sadness and anger, those are all personal things. And it's, it's unfortunate that we allow people to control that. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Uh, I forget what book it was, you know, I read. And it talked about, like, tolerance levels, right? And it talked about, like, the fall of men. And this may be a little bit off the subject, just something when you started talking about being able to be controlled and anger and those things. And it was, like, how so many empires, so many businesses or all of these things have fallen that great men ran fell because of women. Right. And whether it's altercations over women, whether it's two people battling for 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 one woman, whether it's a man doing something to or with a woman he, he shouldn't be doing or, or whatever it is. And it was the the conversation of like very successful people, very hardworking people. It takes a ton of discipline for them to be great at what they do that eventually there's something that falls to the bottom of it, right? Like, I think it's, it's mental health sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's physical health, right? Like, the, the thing I'm dealing with a lot now is, like, working out makes me feel better. It doesn't all, and I'm not just talking about physically. Physically, I'm banged up. I just hurt all the time anyway. But if I get up in the morning and go work out, or if I catch one late and then I shower, I just feel better. I feel like I'm more me. I'm more in the groove of it. But with traveling to go see Joe, with, with working the jobs, doing TV, trying to study for it, it's like, oh, well, can I take an hour and a half or an hour to go do that? Or do I want to try to catch some sleep, Freddie T? Right. You know, but something always slips. And I think another part of that is, like, happiness slips. You know what I mean? Joy goes away. You get so bogged down into trying to do what you, what, what you need to do, what you feel like you have to do, that you do stop focusing on that. And now you start looking to other things to fill that void, right? Teams, I love the Jets. I hate, I hate, I, all week I work all hard and I hate my job and but if the Jets win, I'm happy. Not the Jets lose and Aaron Rodgers hurt and you hate life. Yeah. Because your Monday through Saturday always sucked, right? But your Sunday was better because of that. Or other people, right? My significant other or my best friend or whatever it is. Now you're leaning on those people for happiness. And when they don't do whatever it is that you think they need to do to make you happy, 
and instantly you're upset. Instantly you're mad. But I think that's part of like fatigue. You were talking about working out and how it makes you feel. Those endorphins are, are, are you know, they're necessary. Yeah. You know, working out is necessary. I, I can't, I don't see why this guy, I ain't mean, just a depressed soul. He doesn't train at all. Like I gotta do something to make me feel good. Look uh, at that, Fred, watch it. I just released endorphins. How? <laughs> I got control of my endorphins. Man, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings is back. And man, they must be watching us on TV because they know I get the picks right. And this is an easy one for me. The boys in the black and gold are going down to Houston, and that's my squad. Man, I'm telling you, the Tampa Bay team can play right now. Y'all know I love the coach. You know the quarterback's doing his thing right now. Receivers balling. Tampa is going to go down there and win. Look, call me a homer all y'all want. Oh my. Y'all know who I'm rocking faithfully because they are rocking. Jacksonville, Atlanta, I'm going with Jacksonville. Hey, guys, get out your mobile devices, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you can make your picks, too. The thing is, let you finish, just off what RC said, and same thing about needing something to go. When there's upset people around, a lot of people get upset with them. Why don't you change the energy? Why don't you fight the, the hate or the depression or the, or the downness? Try, like, make an effort, which I try to do with people, make an effort when I do it with jokes, but just love. Make an effort with love. Like, if your woman's upset, and I'm trying to work on this now, if I see, and I've done it in the past, you just walk in, hey, baby, what's up? <sighs> nothing. He has nothing to do with you. What you do, you back up. You leave her alone. You get away from, get away from that, that, that energy of, of, of disdain or whatever she's upset Why? I'll just leave you alone. Don't leave an upset person alone. Go up, go, go encourage them. Go mess with them. Go play with them. Go jump on them. Go pick off the ground. What if they just keep telling you leave them the hell alone, though? You, then now it's a conversation. That's communication. But why, why when there's negative energy, do you, say, do you even leave it alone or you bring more negative energy to it? If somebody's quiet and, and, and silent and upset, now you come sit next to them and be quiet and silent. Why won't you try to change that energy in that room? Because sometimes you need to mind your own dang business. No. And sometimes you need you know, a peace of mind. Like, your, your thinking yeah, could change. be your I'm peace of mind. I'm not talking about a bum on the that street. That might be I'm talking your moment. A, I'm not talking about a bum on the street. I'm talking about someone you care about and someone you... Y'all too. But that person could have spouses. been the person that pissed I, you off. But I've been around both of y'all, and you could tell you, you in a different place than you usually are. And I'll try to mess with you, play with you, tell a joke, tell an old story, tell a long-ass, long-ass story from the past. Not because y'all haven't heard this story. Y'all heard all my goddamn stories. Because they are pretty good stories, though. Appreciate great you. Stories. But I just wanna, and I have seen both of y'all click and start talking and start being more, you know, more, more vocal and more, you know, communicative because of the fact that I brought positive energy to a negative area. And I don't think a lot of people do that. Well, I think the I think the the hardest thing is it's it's a lot of times learned behavior, right? If if every time I'm in a certain mood or I'm dealing with something or I'm tired. If the first time you tell a joke, I react to it, the next time you're gonna tell a joke. And if I react to it again, you're gonna start to learn, oh, RC's not mad or RC doesn't wanna talk, he just isn't talking or he's thinking. So I know if I tell a joke to him, then it'll pick the mood back up. And then there's other people that if they're upset and you try to tell a joke, you just get on their nerves more or at least they make you feel like you've gotten on their nerves more. And so you might try it again, right? And you try it again and it's like, okay, same thing happened. And eventually that becomes a learned behavior. And I, and I do believe what happens with like our personal trauma is 
it actually may not be the way you've ever reacted to me, right? I may have another relationship in my life or another friendship or another family member that every time they were dealing with something and I used whatever my coping mechanism is. Because a lot of times we try to put our coping mechanisms on other people, right? Like your coping mechanism, and we've talked about it through the things that you've dealt with in life, has been comedy. It's been laughter. Some people don't want to laugh, right? Some people don't want that. And so we walk into the room and we do want to provide the room with a different energy than what's going on, but we want to provide it with our energy. And that doesn't make us selfish because like we truly freaking care. Like I want, I want this space to be better. Yes. I want this space to be better. That's all I'm trying to do. And I just think it's, 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 not, it's not selfish or self-centered in any way. It's just, it's all we know. You know what I mean? And you try to be the best you you can be for people you care about, especially when they don't seem to be the best them they can be. But I just, I just feel like all of those things, I feel like all of those things are learned. Wouldn't that be like a love language though? Yeah. Like a love, like you, you drank the shit out of coffee. I, I love coffee. You down a little bit. Hey bro, you want some Dunkin'? Like, that I would know, make me feel better. It would. Freddie T. That would make me feel better. Bro, you want an old-fashioned? For sure. Yeah. Like, even that, so the love, like, so the joke don't work. But yeah. everybody's love language. What if somebody needs a gift? You walk in, they upset. Right. Hey, let me go. Let me, I'm going to run to the store. Let me grab some flowers for my lady. I know she likes gifts. Right. $9 flowers. It's kind of to that point where I like how you said change the energy of the room. I think yeah. a lot of people get in the room and fall right into the energy of the room. Okay, so my question is this, though. How responsible do you have to be for other people because there's an expectation because our lives are good seemingly right from the outside and people people put on us that our lives are good because we could eat because we could eat so much we could feed other people mm -hmm. right lives being good have now come to success to money Right. And people feel like, oh, if you got money, nothing can't be wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Because what they say, like they say, like money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy me things that make me happy. Yeah. You know, and so when when you are that person, like people don't check up on you the same because they because you, you get you get so locked into anything that they want, they could do. Why wouldn't you be happy? Because the thing that's making me mad may be money. The thing that's making me mad may be I'm trying to get this next job. I'm trying to do this next job. And you doing all the stuff I want to be able to do, right? Your kids can go to this school. Your kids can go on this vacation. Your kids can have this extra stuff. So why in any way should, should you be upset? And then it's like, you're dealing with your crap. And then, like you said, like Asia, you're gonna, your job is to deal with her stuff. It's part of your responsibility. Yes. No matter what position you guys are in, no matter where your relationship is, your job is to help her deal with that, period. Then you got kids. Mm -hmm. That's constant mother effing coping. <laughs> yes. Right? Like them little dumb frickers. They, they, they're right? different. And so now you're putting your energy into that. And if you're like you, there's your mother, right? One person, I, I ain't never got to help Mike cope. Mike is coped. He's, he is coped. Yeah. Right? But even like if my mom's dealing with something or there's all these things going on, you're dealing with that. How often, Freddie T, do people just call you and say, hey, man, I'm just hollering at you. You good? 
I'm just checking on you, you know? And I think like sometimes that's the energy I need to change because more than likely, I'm going to tell you, yes, it's going to be, it's going to be very rare. I'm going to be like, man, you know what, dog? I'm glad you call. I need to, it's like, I'd have to really be going through it. But just that single call that, hey man, how you doing? It's like, hey man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. And it helps you shake back. I like that. What'd you call it? You good? You okay? You yeah. need anything? Yeah. I, I think um, it's so many different things, different directions, yeah. which everything you just said just went. I don't get that call often, but my guys are right in my group chat. We've been stuck in a group chat for 11 years. So as long as right. I see them active and you know I can peek in when I want to, like, I'm good. It doesn't take a whole lot to put me in a good place. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you guys hardly ever see me down, but I go through my shit. You know, a lot of times it's gold-plated and everything on the inside of that, you know, is, is can be tarnished, right? Mm. Um, but, you know, just to really go through everything else, just an understanding of self, you know, uh, before you can put your stuff on someone else. Uh, Chan, you do a great job, you know, of, of, of getting someone's day to light up because that's who you are. People expect that from you. They'll give you that, you know, even when they're in the funk. Uh, but sometimes it's just not, maybe not the appropriate moment, but time heals all of that, mm -hmm. you know, and talking about Shakari, you know, what she says is peace, love, and light. And I joke about it, but it's the truth. She's been trying to uplift people, unlike, you know, some stuff that we've had to deal with. So you get blown out by 50 and you try your best to pull another person down. No. You see how bad it makes you look? Talking about Sean Payton? Sean, Sean Payton. <laughs> you know, like, that's that. We call it at the crib, we call it crabbing. The crab yeah. in the barrel. Crabbing the yeah. crab in the bucket. You're trying to pull somebody down, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to make make yourself look better. You know, and that's that's not, that's not total opposite of trying to uplift someone. And I think that um, that should certainly be talked about a bit more. Yeah. Because you shouldn't have that mindset. Like, well, just help. I was going to say, just I was going to say, it's funny. Just thought about this. I've had this conversation with somebody. Philanthropist. Philanthropy. I know both of y'all get back to the community. Whatever your, if it's animals, if it's kids, if it's homeless people, whatever your, your cause is. My cause, my cleat, which is mm. coming up here soon. All of that, right? You'll put effort, you'll put money, you'll put all that into, let's, honestly, dogs, cats, kids, humans you've never seen in your life. You'll put your money into it. You'll put your effort into it. What about emotional philanthropy? Like you were talking about, I thought about it when you said, I, I, if I see somebody just in the store and I know they're upset, I go mess with them. I go say something silly. I go trying to, I'm trying to help you get in a better mood. Why? We could be together 15, 20 seconds. If I know I walked in and you got the little scowl on your face, I could tell you've been crying with the red eyes. If I can just get you to smile, if I can get a little, a little endorphin to go, hmm. I, I might have done more for you if I gave you $20 mm -hmm. because I changed your mood. And I think the emotional philanthropy is something that's, I think, leaving. I think in the South it happens a lot more. But as I move around and all, man, especially up in, I say, New York, you're not worried about anybody's emotions. You're worried about yourself and walking with your head down and all that stuff. Why not try to help another person's emotion when you help somebody you'll never meet? What's the little thing you send the money to the Africa when we were kids? The little infomercial? The infomercial. Yeah. I, had, I had a brother, his name was Minji Stoop, and we used to get that little ass picture <laughs> twice a year. <laughs> and my parents kept sending this goddamn money to Minji Stoop. Little picture twice a year, right? Why wouldn't we help somebody, you know, why would we help somebody we'll never meet, we'll never know, 
but we won't help somebody sitting in front of us knowing they're upset. Okay. But we sending money to Menji's too. Now, Menji's too, my mom and dad got divorced. My mom let my dad keep Menji's too. <laughs> Menji's too, we're with your dad, and you and your sisters, we're with your mama. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my dad quit sending that damn $11, so we lost Menji's too. But, but, but all the people that send millions of dollars overseas, which I'm not saying is bad, I'm saying it's, it's, that's great to do that, but now you're sitting in front of a human being on the bus, on the train. You're not going to give them just some words, give them just a little more positive energy. It's crazy to me. You have to be in that space, though. You can't just walk around like a random person just can't walk around uh, saying, hey, how you doing? Like, it's if it's by your nature, then yeah, you'll do it. I mean, that's you. We just said it. That's you. That's that's hey, who what's you up, are. buddy? You good? How but you But that's been? not everybody's mindset. Like, some people, you know, they just move just to move and go. Uh, but you mentioned emotional philanthropy. I mean, people have to want to receive it. You know, they have to want to call it therapy. Yeah. Right? Emotional philanthropy. That's, that's what therapy is. Oh, you just have to use your insurance to go get it. Yeah. Get it done. But uh, you have to want to be better. But if you're just having a, a bad moment, I try to tell my kids, my, kid, my son always says, I'm having a bad day. We take his goddamn phone away. I'm having a bad day. You mean to tell me you're, you're letting this one minute that you don't have your device dictate your entire day? Like, now that I don't believe in. You know, you have to be able to flip a switch and get yourself together. And sometimes it might be a joke. Sometimes it might be 10 bucks. Or it might just be asking a question, hey, you good? You know, how can I help you make your day better? And everything does, um, you know, go back full circle, man. But, um, you know, bro, I, I, shit, man, I'm about to be on the move, bro. <laughs> I got to be across the pond. Jacksonville got some work to do. I'm always going to pivot. You know, we're going to make this stuff happen. Man, I wish y'all boys could be with me. Hey, I went to London in 08. If you see any kids that look like me, don't say nothing. <laughs> they probably, they probably look like Drake's son. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a week. Don't say, don't tell me. Don't take no pictures. <laughs> All right, dog. Freddie T, stay traveling, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sure. I'm going to go, sure. baby. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Think it's stomach cap pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up.